Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was Rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I am Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! Alright, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall. There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, so, um, what, what happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm going to start this again, and you're going to edit this out. And after a very long hiatus, unless you're listening to these back-to-back, uh, this is this was Rad Podcast. We are back. We are live, finally doing another episode. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, let's see. We've I have survived nothing. I am perfectly yep. fine from yep. <laughs> Greg. Yep. yep. How have you been? I, am, I, I have been better, but uh, it's all in the past. I mean, the, the the biggest fire is still, like, I don't know, 10 miles away from me or something. So yeah. if the wind decides to switch direction, it could be upon me at any minute. But, um, yeah, yeah. Lot, let's see, that, back problems, bronchitis, all sorts of fun stuff. So, so, so the bronchitis, like, is it because the ash is getting into your throat or? I can only assume. <laughs> I, can, I can only assume <laughs> it has something to do with that fire. I have no idea. Okay. So, uh, so we're back. We missed a lot of episodes. Uh, you know, uh, if you're, if you're a long time loyal listener and you get the auto download and all that, so you subscribe, um, it's been a while. Um, so obviously we missed a lot of the big holiday movies. We missed Buckaroo Banzai, which our buddy Jeremy is literally two years in been begging yep. us to do. Um, we'll get to you. I swear, bud. But we wanted to stick stick with it. We are going to do our, our holiday-adjacent movie that we had promised to do way back when, all the way at the beginning. We are going to continue with Lethal Weapon, the, the first in a cavalcade of sequels. Uh, I have heard talk of Lethal Weapon 5 yes. uh, in the last yes. year. Uh, which, which we all know was already made by... Um... Uh, Mac and Dennis on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It was. They already yes. made. Yes. And of course. Uh, oh, the candles, Raj. Make a wish. Well, I'll never know what to wish for with these damn things. How about a peaceful retirement? <laughs> Riggs! Murta! Bad news, fellas! Hey, Captain. Turns out another person just died from tainted tap water? Oh. Turns out someone tainted, someone tapped the tainted water supply. Turns out we got a lead. Needs you two to check it out. I don't know. Sorry, Captain. I'm retired. Uh, not any 
anymore. The person who just died was your wife. I'm sorry, Ray, Mur uh, Murtaugh. She was a beautiful woman. Black. Beautiful black woman. Might I, I mean, might I say, <laughs> no matter what comes out, it is not going to be better than that episode of no. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That show was just fantastic all around. Running time for Lethal Weapon 5, 14 minutes, 31 seconds, and it's perfect. I dare you, Danny Glover and, and ostracized Mel Gibson. I dare you to make a better film. Now, what, what I want to say is the the greatest irony of Lethal Weapon 5 will be Mel Gibson really has become crazy and Danny Glover is literally too old. <laughs> like, like yes. it's actually yes. happened. Yes, yes. I just picture most of the movie is Mel Gibson screaming at people, uh, You're a dirty whore! <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Jews fault and then something about a jacuzzi and he's yes. very angry <laughs> yes you know what's funny no. though I, I have to say this movie came out in 1987 we'll get to it there's a particular line that was a little too real <laughs> for 2016-17 uh, <laughs> oh the now, times have changed let's <laughs> Well, since since we we've, we've kind of brought this up, yeah, um, you know, one thing that I have always found kind of difficult is Mel Gibson because in the '80s and the '90s, I mean, Mel Gibson was a huge star, and I loved Mel Gibson. I loved the movies he was in. Sure, he had some some of my favorite movies as as a kid was Mel Gibson. Yeah, and then it turned out he's he's a lunatic. Um, and it's, it's kind of a bummer because, you know, like I really loved, you know, like, like the Mad Max movies, uh, you know, Payback and Braveheart and, you know, like all these big movies. He yeah. And, and it's weird watching these now with those phone calls, like permanently etched into my brain, <laughs> you know, like it's a really weird thing. It, you know, I think, and I think it works for this podcast. I, I totally understand that point, but I I try and separate that from this person. You know, it, it comes up more in politics, you know, when they drag up something a politician said 30 years ago. Like, like a person can't change their mind. Like, they, there can't be a shift in thought process. In this case, what, you know, if we're going to attribute everything Mel Gibson has ever done to insanity, like he was always like this, and there are stories like his father was a big Nazi proponent, and, and he kind of grew up around this, his grandfather was, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I guess if you want to put that on him, you can do that, but I always look at it like that's that's who the Mel Gibson was back then. My, my favorite example is Hulk Hogan, okay? I wish Hulk Hogan had died in 1995. <laughs> okay, because then I wouldn't yep. have had to. I wouldn't have had to see him get a divorce. I wouldn't have had to watch Sad Hogan on a speedboat passing by his own home, knowing he can never go back there. I wouldn't have had to know that there is a sex tape with Hulk Hogan and Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. That's a thought I shouldn't have, Greg. That's oh, a I'm 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 hundred percent with you and and I, I try I'm I'm with you. I also try to separate the artist from the art. But 
Uh, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It's Absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. Although, it, is, it, does, it does interest me that Hollywood basically has told Mel Gibson, yeah, come on back now. Like, he's he's in Daddy's Home too. Yeah. Like, and everyone is just like, yep, come on, come on. Okay, you were out for seven years. Come on back. It's fine. Everything's cool. Well, you know what? He started, he did a couple of the independent movies, like uh, Get the Gringo. I don't know if you saw that. It, it's pretty was, good. It's not bad. Even he he actually worked steadily, but you but it was it was never in the studio system. Yeah, like, like yeah. Jodie Foster put him in the Beaver, and that was right after yes. all of this happened. Yeah. Like she she never she actually went to bat for him and and never kind of deserted him. I remember that. So um, he was in uh, Edge of Darkness. I remember a couple years after. Yep. He, he 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 did consistently uh, work, but it he, seems he, like now they're just fine with him. Apocalyptico. Oh, Apocalypto. Apocalypto. That movie. That I mean, he made that like yeah, that came out like it. a month after that whole thing started. You know, came about. So I mean, the, he's good at what he does. You're right. They're kind of welcoming him back because I think you know it's not like he it's not like he murdered somebody. It's not like it was a long term. You know, he was you know on every set. You know, they were like. They, there's hushed tones about this like ever like genuinely people were like oh my god did you see that like who knew if he was like if he <laughs> can we can if we he was going like phone call and just drop in him screaming at the top of his lungs why like you don't lunatic? think that we haven't been talking over it the whole time <laughs> i don't know Gregory, please, please give the master some credit. All right, okay, no, that's that's fantastic. I have to find an edited version, but you know, you we'll know, get it. You know, okay, no, or or, and you you can feel free to cut this out. Do you and I have surprise guest Mel Gibson call in, and we just use that audio where he's crazy angry at us? That could be pretty damn funny. Okay, hold on. What I think we're gonna do is. I'm going to take out the part where you ask if I'm doing it. I'm just going to put it okay. in, and then randomly, I'll just drop it in every so often. <laughs> like, when, whenever one of us says something stupid, it's just going to be, what are you, an idiot? Yeah, yeah. I'll be careful. Okay. I'll figure it out. Anyway, Beautiful. you know what? Let's get in. What do you re- I mean, obviously, what do you remember about this movie? I mean, it is the per- this is, to me, I know cop buddy cop movies were very popular in the 70s. TV shows, but for for Paul, for young Paul, seeing this movie when he was eight or nine, this was the buddy cop movie I oh, remember. Yeah. Um, this started the whole trend for me. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Danny Glover, he says it a couple times, I'm getting too old for this shit. Um, whack job Mel, when he starts slapping his own face, you know, to prove that how crazy he is. There's so much about this movie, though, and more so this watching I love their arc. Just how they start to how they finish is so it it's it was really really exciting for me as a kid. So rewatching it now it was I'm a little bit more cognizant of that that change. I, I don't know. What do you, I mean, where are you Greg when this movie came out? What what were your thoughts? Oh, I loved this movie to death. Now, I will say this is a classic example of I must have watched a double feature because I was looking for a lot of scenes that were not in this movie. A lot of Lethal that, Weapon 2 scenes? A lot of Lethal Weapon 2 scenes. Yeah. Um, like the... And, and this is this is going to be an interesting departure. Um, 
one of my favorite comedy movies as a kid that I guarantee you does not hold up anymore is National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. Where oh, they, come on. they combined all the Lethal Weapon and a whole bunch of other movies together. And um, that also, I think, confused me because that combines like a ton of action movies into one parody movie. And then I get confused what movie was being parodied when I'm watching the real movie. And I'm uh, like, wait a minute. You... <laughs> Wasn't that scene with the girl with the foot under the table? Isn't that in this movie? How and then I'm you... like, oh, no, no, no. I, How I do you that. confuse house blowing up with kids across the street with yep. Emilio Estevez, it's time for my butt in the moonlight walk. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> Tim, Tim Curry is the bad guy. The movie is great. The movie is genuinely funny. <laughs> I, I, I want to watch it, not for the podcast, but I remember the gags in that movie. Samuel L. Jackson, by the way, in a comedy, killing it. Yes. Yes. He kills it in that movie. Yes. It's, it's, I, uh, again, as a kid, I remember thinking that movie was the greatest. Uh, but this movie, um, yeah. what do I remember? <laughs> sure. We should probably talk about the movie Why rather don't than we? literally anything else. Um, so anyway, um, what do I remember from this movie? I remember... I remember Mel Gibson being uh, tortured with the car battery. I always remember that. Oh, scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. I always remember when the guy goes, uh, Mr. Joshua, hold out your arm, and he just burns it with the, with the lighter. Mr. Gary Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. Killing it. Um, and, and can I say, I really miss pre-accident Gary Busey. I really, really. He was a really good actor. He and, was. like, I, I still like him now, but, like, he's he's not the same. He's... A very different guy. I I like that the niche he fits in now plays with who he is now. Don't get yes. me wrong. He's a fantastic actor. But the fact that he has leaned as far into the crazy as you can get into each role, I think, is, I think that still shows that acting chops. Like, he realizes what he can and can't do and kind of just goes, oh, you want crazy? Oh, you're going to get crazy, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. This is, this is going to be the craziest thing you've ever seen. Um, I always remember, um, I, I don't know why this stands out to me. I always remember Danny Glover talking to Marvin, the little kid, after the house blows up. Is his name Marvin? I, Alfred. Is it, is it Alfred? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's Martin no, Riggs. Alfred Martin is the okay. kid. Cut that out. No. <laughs> I, always, I always remember when no. he talked to Alfred. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, I, um, what Go else? Ahead. The classic scene where he's got the, he's buying the, the drugs and he does the three stooges slapping yeah, yeah, himself yeah. in the face yep. and hitting the guys and everything. I always remember that too. Those are, those are the things. I actually remembered almost all of this movie. But like, 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 like I said, there were multiple times where I was like, oh yeah, that scene's not in this movie. It's in Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there was, there's so many, other than, like, Lethal Weapon 4, which is such a huge departure from the other three, um, just in, in the whole style and, and, and how it all kind of plays together with, what is that, Chris Rock, I think, is in that movie. He is, yeah, yeah, because um, they had Joe Pesci in the second, no, third one, third, right? yes. And then, and then they're, they're, they add Chris Rock in the, in fourth, the fourth one. Yeah. So, why don't we just go ahead and get into Lethal Weapon. You want to kill yourself? Oh! Shut up! Yes or no? You want to die? Yes or no? Huh? I got the job done! What the hell do you want? You to the question! Oh, what do you want to hear, man? Do you want to hear that sometimes I think about eating a bullet? Huh? Well, I do. I do. I even got a special one for the occasion with a hollow point. Look, 
Make sure it blows the back of my goddamn head out. Do the job right. Every single day I wake up and I think of a reason not to do it. Every single day. And you know why I don't do it? This is going to make you laugh. You know why I don't do it? The job. And uh, the movie starts out with um, a very nice looking blonde woman um, doing the old uh, the old nose cookie, yep. uh, as we'll call it. And um, and then she gets uh, she just decides that she's going to dance on the balcony. Yep. What well, you know, like you do in in classic L.A. move. I'm going to dance on the balcony. Yep. Um, is that the Capitol Records building? It looks like it, but I couldn't be 100% sure because there's not many curved buildings in LA. Right. And I'm I'd like to think the Capitol Records building doesn't have apartments, but I don't know if it does. Uh yeah, you know your guess is as good as mine. This is a, it's uh, a weird uh, city. I I remember the Capitol Records building from Fort Fairlane. Uh there you go. yeah, 80s movie by the way. I believe you're right. 89. Um and then she takes a swan dive off the balcony and I always ask this question, what about the car owner? What about yeah. the person, like, yeah, okay, she died. What about the poor guy who just has to go out now to his car? And, and, and like, what if he's not even there? Like, he like he dropped his car off, and he got in with some friends, and he left. And then, like, the, the ambulance comes, they collect the body, everybody's gone, and his car is just there. Like, like just leave the car, and he just like walks think, up. And, I like to think that guy doesn't go back until the morning. Exactly. And he's, yes. like, he's like, late for a job interview. <laughs> yes, yes. And then he sees his car. And he just, what, like, what does he do? Uh, oh, Harold, you, well, you stepped in it this time. You're definitely not going to get that promotion this time, Harold. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, Harold, what did you do? Why did you go out last night? You, oh, you knew you shouldn't have, Harold. <laughs> you, oh, oh, man. Oh, wife's going to be mad at this one. <laughs> just, I just love this. I just love a self-deprecating salesman. Yeah. Just, oh, no, classic. Like, that was his day. Wednesday morning. He was going to go talk to the big boss. He had the big idea. Had to be there by 10 a.m. On the yep. dot. That's, I got this great idea. It's called Bitcoin. <laughs> so, uh, cryptocurrency is a terrible idea. What was I thinking? It's a small pocket device that holds all of your music. <laughs> oh, oh, Harold, you, you had the big one on the line. <laughs> Why'd you park your car here? Oh, because it was free parking. Damn you, Harold. <laughs> anyway, this poor hooker dies. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> she she's died. very dead. <laughs> and and then it, it cuts over to, to Riggs uh, at his trailer park. Not a lot happens. You just kind of see a broken guy. Um, yeah, he's sad. He's crying. He's yeah. looking at the... You know, he's... he's uh... Wait no, is this is this is the, the part f- where we see him crying with the gun in his mouth? No, this is the, him just no, he's just in the trailer, and smoking but, and drinking. Right, yeah. Okay, the only yeah. thing I wrote down was Jim Purdue was on the screen. Uh, <laughs> That's right, right. The old Purdue chickens uh, thing, and then we get to we cut back to to Murtaugh's house where we have what I would consider the most disturbing scene in the movie, mm-hmm. which is it's his birthday. A grown man is taking a bath at a yep. seven thirty in the morning, like. You know, people do. Okay. It's his birthday. His family comes in, which is him a happy birthday. This man is naked in a tub with very little bubbles. Yep. All the kids are there. Do we yep. just assume they vacation at a nudist colony? <laughs> I'm, yeah. Part of me is like, uh, 
it takes a special kind of family <laughs> yes, it does. to just not care about privacy in the least. Yes. Now, it isn't like they're all living in an RV and there is no privacy. No. This is no. quite a large home. This is like a three three bedroom home. Yes. Right. It's it's they're they're it's doing size. fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know that bathroom isn't like the family bathroom. That's probably like Danny Glover and his wife's personal bathroom. Master yeah. Yeah. bathroom that is like away from everybody. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. very bizarre. It raises a ton of questions that are never answered. I feel like I'm glad they don't answer them, but I was I was a bit confused by that particular scene. Um, yeah. I, I, I guess it's supposed to be, you know, ah, well, we're just a loving family, but ah, dad's junk's hanging out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we could be maybe a, a scene family where after, he like, <laughs> maybe after he like, dad's done, you know? Right? You just picture the two little kids. No, we want to see him now. Also, not a lock on that door? <laughs> no, 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 no. Greg, if they're that comfortable with seeing him in the bath, how many That's locks fair. do you think there are in that house? Uh, I'd say one on the front door and no one, none anymore. <laughs> That's it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Glover has taken the doors off of all the other frames. Oh, oh, they're, oh he's one of those dads. He's one of those dads. You yes. don't even have a door on your, on your room. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Okay. So then, so Murtaugh gets a call that from some guy that I guess he got a message about his, his friend there. Uh, is it uh, Hawksbaker? Junk- Hunt, Huntsacker. Huntsacker, which I... Swear to God, I thought that I'm listening to the audio wrong. That's definitely another word that's supposed to be there. Uh, yeah. What a bizarre name. I was like, and they say it a ton. A lot. It's just weird. Yeah. But yeah, um, uh, Hunsacker is a Vietnam War buddy. Yes. And before before they even meet, the first thing Murtaugh gets a call on is he finds out later Hunsacker's daughter is is the, the prostitute who, who, jumped. who jumped to her death. Yeah. He goes there, uh, and and he goes to the hospital, to the the place. He finds all that out. Can we just address right now the first twenty five minutes of this movie? We could call lethal saxophone. Oh, I was waiting, but let's do it right now. The amount of saxophone in this movie ridiculous is. I'm gonna. I'm saying it now. I, there's no possible way I'm wrong. We've hit <laughs> peak saxophone. <laughs> I. I would agree. I, there is, we could we could watch a movie about a saxophone. <laughs> yes, and there is not more saxophone no. than there is in this film. Yes, the first twenty five minutes, it's just saxophone over everything, and it's that sad saxophone too. And, 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 and like, like it, like it punches anything that's happening. So like, <laughs> like you know, like like something will happen, and then all of a sudden the sax comes in, like nonstop. Yes, for over and over again. Like oh, it does not stop. Now, did you did you notice in the credits? Uh, whoever wrote the music is not important. It said uh, music performed by Eric Clapton. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, never yeah. noticed. I didn't notice that. So, so Eric. So I'm, he plays I can't the imagine he's playing the saxophone, but maybe he's doing all the other stuff. Maybe? I don't know. If it just says performed by Eric Clapton, I assume he did all parts. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what? Let's just go. Let's not look that up. and just No, no, let's just go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Great. But the Perfect. saxophone was like permeating every ounce Fair. of this film. I'm, I, I watched this movie between yesterday 
and and kind of this morning and and right before we started and i kind of forgot every time i stopped how much saxophone <laughs> is in this movie yeah so i was watching it last night and i was like my god and then this morning <laughs> i woke up early and i was watching more of it and i was like oh my god yeah there's so much freaking saxophone. <laughs> there's so much of it <laughs> Okay, now guys, this, this, guys, this I really budget, need... Okay, we got a budget of 15 million. Five million's going to saxophone. Well, let me tell you, the other eight million is going to helicopters because... <laughs> oh my God, do they love those choppers? <laughs> Let's just get... I, have, I don't care if we're out of order. <laughs> I have a lot to say about one scene that involves a helicopter. And it, it, it looks, I know what know scene what? it is. I, I guarantee you know we'll what it is. We'll get to okay, it. Let's, let's get to... We can, we, can, we can speed things up. So, so it turns out that uh, the hooker who jumped, uh, they find in her stomach, she had pills with drain cleaner in them, meaning her death is not a suicide, it's actually a homicide. So now Murtaugh is involved. And right after this, he gets um, paired up with his new partner, Riggs. Yeah. Who 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 a a psychiatrist is telling the... the, the, Captain. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. The captain. Sure, we'll say the captain is saying, look, Riggs is crazy he's he's suicidal you need to get him some help you need to get him off the force and the captain's like that Riggs. he's just trying to get a psycho pension i know all about these tricks and she straight up says you're gonna kill him and he goes well then i guess you can tell me i was wrong <laughs> he's, no. so, he's like not gonna pull one over on this guy no it's better because she goes he's suicidal <laughs> he goes well if he kills himself You'll be able to tell me I was wrong. Yeah, it's like that's, that's what it was. It's like, it's like, oh my god, oh, oh my god. So yeah, so so he gets teamed up. It's the classic loose cannon, and I, I gotta say, I'm I'm glad this kind of changed as the movie went on. Riggs at the beginning is like Mel Gibson is a great actor. He's so overacting in the first again 15, 20 minutes of this movie. That by the time you kind of get to the end, you almost forget just how wide-eyed he kept. Like, he must have had dry eyes on on the side of the set the whole time. I'm surprised his eyes did not fall out of his skull in certain scenes. He he spends the whole first 20 just eyes agape. And Um, I I will say, I completely forgot at this early stage in his career that Australian accent still pops out every once in a while. A couple words here and there. I forget. Yeah, I always forget because, like, by the time I think the second one rolled around, the accent was gone. I think. Yeah, just about. Um, this one, it, this one, I only heard it on a couple words. Like, it would just pop yeah, in was, and out. It would. It was just here and there. It was yeah. it, like, um, there's a there's a scene at the very end where he she shows up at the movie at the very end for Christmas. Yes, and yeah. like he says like hello, and it's like a real thick accent. Yeah. It's really hello, <laughs> hello. hello. Yeah. I mean, he might as well have been like. Good day. But, but, you know, he didn't. Good day, so. mate. <laughs> I'm here for another Christmas Bobby. Yeah. I wish I knew more Australian slang. I got nothing, guys. I got, I, you you just used all of it up. I, I know nothing is, uh, well, I mean, unless, I mean, we can probably assume Outback Steakhouse is 100% Australian, right? And all. Oh, it's it's the most Australian thing I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 Australian. listeners. If we have any listeners in Australia, and I, I don't know if we do. We I, have I some downloads do. there. Yeah. Right. But but uh, anyway, yeah. let us know if you've ever been to the States and you've been to an Outback Steakhouse. I really want to know what you think. I'm going to guess they're going to say, if she's the greatest place I've ever been. <laughs> I thought I was home. 
<laughs> I expected a rude to jump out the kitchen and bring my steak to me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloomin' onion. My home's my I, greatest export Australia ever made. I, the bloomin' onion. I have travelled across the lanes from Queensland to Sydney. I've seen Uluru up close and personal, but nothing, nothing matches a bloomin' onion. The majestic, oh, the majestic bloomin' onion. The majestic bloomin' onion. Oh my God. Anyway, is it true? Is it true that someone started a petition that made it very far in Australia to change their currency to dollary dues? <laughs> I don't know I, that. I, I want that to be true so bad. Why not? <laughs> again, again, please, any any Australians, please add us. Please confirm or deny all of this. Please. We will assume that you speak for all Australians, the first one who talks to us. It, it, send us authentic, not, not made up wiki facts, authentic authentic australian facts twr australia hashtag yeah. twr australia let us know on twitter and facebook dollary dues is outback the greatest australian restaurant you've ever met and and uh is your national food the blooming onion those are those are the questions well, that we desperately that need. really goes without saying <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's yeah it's a foregone conclusion really right yeah <laughs> fair enough okay anyway Back to we back finally to meet the way. bad guys. <laughs> I love this bad guy because I imagine he is the only one who's allowed to pick the house band because <laughs> he's I he's he watching so, the house band very intently. He's not not only that. I this bad guy makes no sense to me. Right? He his the guy who is smuggling in the drugs shows up and he just like freaks the guy out like immediately <laughs> immediately. Like, it, I mean, literally, this is how that scene should have gone. Hey, I'm here. Okay, great. Uh, you're going to bring the shipment tonight? Yep, just like you asked. No problems this time? Nope, everything's accounted for. Excellent, see you then. <laughs> no, that is not how it goes. Not even close. Hi, I'm uh, I'm here to I'm here about the uh, to get the details on the shipment. Yes, let me uh, I'm sure you have a lighter on you. I'm going to burn this man's arm while you watch. Whoa, For hey, what hey, reason? whoa, whoa. No, no one knows. I just need an address. I don't I'm good. I really. Hey, I, I just, I'm, if I'm, you want your money, yeah, I do. I'm going I to. Do. I'm going to yeah. put you yeah. in in some kind of MMA. No, hold that does not sound appeasing at all. To burn this, as far Why? as you know, innocent man. I don't even arm. know. He looks like a very nice gentleman. He's Mr. It's Joshua. A power play. Ah, uh, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Yeah. Uh I can't really perform, if you know what I mean, until I force someone to burn this man's arm. How close are we gonna be? Just look. Let's just. Let's just get this over with. I'm as uncomfortable as you are. Let's just let's just. Let's I feel just get like I feel like this isn't worth the money. <laughs> I will throw in. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I know you are in a Devo cover band. I will let you guys play here Saturday night. Damn! It looks like I'm gonna have to whip it, whip it good. <laughs> and he's got the lighter. <laughs> Whips out the lighter. <laughs> Whips out the lighter. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> We go back. Oh, what was it? There's so much movie left to go. <laughs> movie I like know we hours. are. We're literally like ten minutes into this hour and fifty minute movie. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Fine. So anyway, so, so we know the there's bad a bunch guys of little are scene. dealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's we just know, stick to the main We know plot. The, the bad guys are are smuggling heroin in. Yes. And it turns yes. out that Hunsaker was part of this. This was a a thing where back in Vietnam, a, a group 
that was working with, was it like the CIA or something? They were doing like black ops missions. Yeah. yeah. And at the I end mean, of the eventually war. Eventually we figure that out. Yeah. At the end of the war, they started smuggling heroin in to make a ton of money. That's so these bad guys kill Hunsaker at his daughter's funeral, which I have to say. Oh, wow. You're going way ahead. Choice. Yeah, oh, that, that's... Uh, we can, we can, we can jump back and forth. And, oh, okay, and okay. Uh, so, so that, that kicks off what Riggs and Murtaugh are going to be doing for the rest of the movie. But before we get to there, do you want to talk about crazy Mel Gibson being crazy? You know what? Honestly, there's only a couple scenes that I really care about at this point. Um, All right, let's hit know, There's a scene where he, tr- he talks a jumper off. It's okay. I guess my only question was, what, did the jumper not see the goddamn pillow they were inflating for the last two and a half hours? Right, yeah. And <laughs> those, things take, those things take a while to inflate. I, I would imagine because I've, I've inflated an air mattress and <laughs> yes. that, that takes like 10 minutes and that's not an air mattress is not very big. No, what what that scene should have been is Murtaugh is Riggs getting up there and going, hey, 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 buddy, over here. <laughs> As the engine kicks up for yeah. the pillow and he's just like, hey, man, we don't want to jump. What? 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 I, what? Jump? <laughs> no. What? Don't, don't jump. No, I, that, no, that Van Halen song sucks. I, I can't. No, no, let me handcuff you. What? Handcuffs. Handcuffs. Hand, what? Handcuffs. Handcuffs. No. No. Hand, no. Hold, hold your breath. Handcuffs. Hold your breath. No. 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 Hold your. No. No. Drink, then you gotta drink water. Cigarette. Or I can scare you. Cigarette. Would you like a cigarette? No, I don't know. Thank you. Are I you don't know. Sure? Nicorette, I no, Nicorette I, gum is not for me. I have a good joke about dying slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm because, I'm with you. We, we cuz there's no way he doesn't notice that. I'm it's I'm 100% with you. And and we're not shown it as an audience, so it's like a surprise when he grabs the guy it and is. jumps yeah. and we're like, "Whoa!" And then it cuts back and you're like, "Oh, well then what's the big And why is Murtaugh losing his crap over this? Clearly there was really no threat. Uh, yeah, I I am I'm, I'm I'm with you. I don't get it. But it doesn't make there sense. There is there is the great scene after that where where he's like, "Are you really crazy?" and he he, he puts gives, the gun, yeah. He puts the gun in, in like right right under his chin and he's about to shoot it and then Danny Glover like jams his like the hammer. webbing. Yeah right into the hammer and it like clicks and it hits him and like he was just about to kill himself that's such a great scene it, it, i really and that was the first scene i gotta be honest up until that point the movie was kind of boring me um yeah it actually is it, a little slow up it's until that slow point. um when you get to that point that is where this film really kicks into what you really remember as a lethal weapon movie with um, yes with more action with more you know dialogue and, and character growth but that scene kicks it right off after that, of course, what I would do if if anybody that I knew had actually gotten close enough that I had to put something in the hammer of a gun to stop him from killing myself is immediately invite him over for pot roast. Yeah, that's that's what you want to do with a man who literally has nothing left to lose. <laughs> yes. Bring him around your children. Yes. So <laughs> so there's a, uh, the scene's kind of okay. It's a nice building character building scene. Again, that's where it, it slows down a little bit again. Um, but then they kind of figure out, okay, there was a there was an eyewitness to the hooker. They know that there was somebody in the room with with Huntsacker, the daughter there. So maybe she knows more than she's telling us. So they're gonna go and find the girl. And they go to her house. And as soon as they walk up, this is a classic 
classic lethal weapon thing. This happens in every single lethal weapon. I think the houses just keep getting bigger. <laughs> Migs, Riggs and Murtaugh are approaching a building and it explodes. Yeah. This one was exciting. I actually was kind of caught off guard on this one. It's it, it's it's so great. And I love how there's kids watching it and they have a classic kid reaction like, whoa. <laughs> yes, the they do. <laughs> oh my God, that was the best. Do it yeah. again. Yeah, one of them legit says do it again, like 100%. And this so, is where they um, talk to Alfred. Yes. Um, and they find out that the guy, they said they saw a meter reader. Yes. And they confirm that no one should be reading that meter for at least another month. But he says, the kid says, oh, he's got a tattoo like Riggs has. And Riggs says, these are special forces tattoos. To which I say, really? If I take a picture of that and go to a tattoo artist, they're going to say like, no, man. It's going to special forces. Right. So, so you, no, but I just want, I would, just a little one. Just, I would no, love to sh- do an edit. No one's going to have to tell. No one's got I would love to do an edit where he goes, he has a tattoo like this one, but show a ridiculous tattoo. <laughs> like it's like Birdo from Super Mario 2. I <laughs> think like, I think you're thinking of, of loaded weapon. <laughs> loaded weapon. <laughs> I want to say that that happens in loaded weapon. I don't Oh man. Like a unicorn jumping over a rainbow or something like that. Oh, there oh, there we go. I like that. Um yeah, so the kid the kid points out who they think it is. Um and then this is where they go to the to the funeral. The dad kind of spills his guts. Uh, you know, he does this long, just expositional vomit of information. Um, except yeah. anything useful to Riggs and Murtaugh. Um, he just explains how, you know, they, they were the special forces and all that. And then this is where helicopters come in. Now, I, I know you have some more information. I assume that your helicopter info is more based on, like, the scenes where we see helicopters. My favorite I, point is... There are multiple scenes in this movie where they follow the action from a helicopter. Yes. It's a pan shot. So I assume the director said, okay, how long do we have the helicopter rented for? Three days. Okay. How long is it going to take to shoot all the scenes with the helicopter? Day and a half. Why do we rent it for for three? What are we going to do with the other day and a half? I don't know. You're the director. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Okay. Everybody up in the helicopter. Pan shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they love them. Long so pan many. shots. Where where we can still hear everything that's happening on the ground. Because yes. we don't want to break continuity. Mm-mm. No, not even a little. <laughs> that's my takeaway from the helicopters. Yes, they are in the movie. My favorite thought is just he had to keep using it. Because he had. Yeah, right. Yeah, I that, that sounds about right. Do you think if we followed the money, it would turn out that Richard Donner's brother... Like Gary Donner owns a helicopter <laughs> rental yes. store in LA and he was just funneling money to him. Yes, I do. Right. I told you. I told, what was it? Five five million on saxophone, eight and a half million on helicopter. Eight and a half million. What are we at? Where Jeez, I, Donner, I'm looking at this script and literally you've you've penciled in uh, every page helicopter tracking shot. That, yeah. That seems excessive. Yeah, no, helicopters are pretty cool, man. Like the helicopters. Well, I agree, I, I, I agree but I, I go, thoop, 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 thoop. Yeah, uh, yep, you're going to waste uh, probably half your budget on this. This isn't cheap. No, I'm thinking two-thirds. <laughs> what? I'm a very... What are you going to do? 
Is this a movie about helicopters? I mean, did I did I read something wrong here? I mean, well, I wanted to make Airwolf the movie, but they wouldn't let me. So, uh, uh, Airwolf is a good property. Man. It really is, that. right? Um, oh, but sick soundtrack. All right. okay. But anyway. all I could afford was the, a standard helicopter. But I wanted I want to use it for more than its purpose. I want it to be a part of the film. Well, you know what? Any guy who likes Airwolf can't have bad taste. You know, what? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp it. You got it. Thank you. All right. Now, how cheap can we get Danny Glover? It's <laughs> a great question. Because literally, we only have a million and a half, and I'm pretty sure a million of it's going to go in the film. Why don't we give him points on the back end and try to? Get sure, him I doubt this sure movie will become very popular or have any sequel at all. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, perfect. Okay. That's what we'll do. We'll pay him in in in, in points and sequels. <laughs> Fifty points go. a sequel. <laughs> Perfect. What's the mo- What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> what's the worst? <laughs> oh man. Uh, and then and then we find out that they kidnap Murtaugh's daughter. Uh, well, well, we 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 did skip a scene where they go to um the the pimp's house. Oh Riggs yes, and yes, yes. And they uh they Riggs kills the pimp to save Murtaugh. Yeah. And and it's a bit of a bonding scene for them. Um. They then go back, and th- so this is part of the movie where I, I I was a little weirded out, where they go back to the bomb site where the bomb went off, and Riggs is just like <laughs> picking up evidence, and, and he just picks something up, and he's like, "Look at this! This is a big deal!" And, and he explains <laughs> yes. like, "I saw this back in the war. These are mercury switches. This is like high tech. You know, this is this is the thing yeah. of beauty." And I'm like, "You just like kick around burned out wrecks. <laughs> like no one is telling you to get away." Because you're contaminating no, it. With no, the my favorite part is it explodes. They put the fire out. Eagle Eye Riggs finds that detonator in about 14 seconds. Yeah, no problem. Right? Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, he walks away with the evidence, and the and the fire <laughs> the fire department is like, "What? Well, we can't really find a cause. Uh, we're going to have to chalk this up to an accident. Uh, gas leak? Mm-hmm. I mean, those kids over there said someone from the gas company showed up. I mean, he checked under the porch, but I know that there was a line there. So, <laughs> I I, you know what? I we think just... we're just gonna have to. It'll just be a mystery forever. That's, yeah, we're just gonna. Yeah, unsolvable. Oh yeah, we'll put this in cold case. Perfect. Yeah. It's, it's ironic that we put explosions in the cold case file, but um, you, you know, know what though? Yeah, the guys down in the basement they love it. Oh no, they laugh every time. Every time, it's a great joke. It's it like, is. Hey, yes. I got a hot sandwich for lunch, and it's 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 a cold sandwich. Like, it's oh, like you guys, all the, oh, all the time. Oh, Gary, you kid oh, are you? you? Hey, you know what? We gotta have our fun. You know, <laughs> surrounded by death and misery all day. You know, we gotta cut loose. Cold walls, no windows. So it's all. It's uh. It's all I can do to keep from putting a bullet through my temple. <laughs> yeah. Oof, boy. Well, you know, I tried to get the psych pension, but they said I was faking it, so. <laughs> right. Can, can we just, how do you get out of the psych pension? Because I'm guessing it's one of two ways. You stop being crazy or you kill yourself. I get, I mean, I think, I think what happened to that captain, <laughs> and, and I want a movie about this, is some one guy faked it. <laughs> yes. He's like, never, yes. never again. No, never, never. again. Never, never, never. never. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. No one will ever fool me twice. You'll all be dead, Captain. Literally, we, we, you've had four suicides in the last three months. Yeah, yeah. But guess what? I'm O for four on fakers. <laughs> You're only seeing the deaths, not all the fakers I kept out of psych pension. Do you know? You should be thanking me. Do you know how much money I have saved this department? You, you can whine and moan. 
I turned away at least eight fakers this month. So who's the real hero here? I'm 0 for 4 on fakers. <laughs> it's, I want to see that movie. I want to see that desperately. I, I 100% want to see that movie. <laughs> so, okay. So, so Murtaugh's daughter gets kidnapped. They, they find that out. They get told that they're going to have to meet at a lake bed. This is kind of where, um, at one point, Riggs kind of tells about his story, his background a little bit with special forces. He was a sniper. Um, he was really good. Um, he says something about picking off a guy at like a thousand yards or whatever. And and you kind of see him do this now where they try and get his uh, Murtaugh's daughter back. Unfortunately. Well, it, it's something something that's important is they get um they get attacked. And Riggs gets shot with a shotgun. Murtaugh. But he was wearing a bullet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they think. And they, so, so they think yeah. he's dead now. So they use it to their advantage when they go get uh, Murtaugh's daughter. But you know what, though? That doesn't pay off very well because apparently. No, because they are immediately find out the, that he's not dead. The, the main bad guy who, uh, by the way, his name is Mendoza. I always thought in this movie, somebody shouts Mendoza and it's not. It's the Arnold Schwarzenegger guy from The Simpsons. McBain, yeah. It's who McBain constantly shouts Mendoza. So I found that interesting. But it, he apparently has a sixth sense about this and told nobody. Right. That's what I don't understand about that whole he's dead thing. It, 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 it comes off very disjointed. There's a few scenes in this movie that kind of come off like the director forgot they had to fill a plot hole. And they yeah, just there's... and they like fixed it last second with like Play-Doh. And there's there, there's a scene at the end that I have a lot of problems with. with I know exactly. I'm sure I know. I'm betting you know what it I, is. I, I, and I so think anyway, I have the same problem. Here's a scene. They get to this like dried out lake bed or whatever. And uh, I hope you like watching helicopters and cars slowly approach because you get five minutes of it. It's just. And so Danny Glover is standing there waiting, and it's just like you see them like real time, like half a mile out. Yes, like, real time. In real time. I'm not exaggerating. It is so long. It's I, like three minutes. And, and it's not like they're cutting back to Mel Gibson and he's like getting in nope. position nope. and checking his scope. There's nothing. It's just this. It's really weird. And then the helicopter does like like a a, uh, a couple of donuts around the whole scene. <laughs> before it lands and by the way there's nobody important in that helicopter it's no. just it's just richard donner's cousin it's, it's, it's gary donner it's gary just, donner just, just burning those money. bucks <laughs> i want i want you to do two passes it'll be more dramatic we should have we should have said his brother's name was donnie donner it's a way better name we could do that we screwed it up nobody knows donnie donner. when we do superman 2 we'll yes yes we'll, we will we'll, we'll okay. throw that in there we'll remember that so, so there's a shootout. Long story short, there's a shootout. Uh, Murtaugh gets shot. Eventually, Riggs gets uh, caught by Mendoza, who is, is the captain of the special forces or what commander or whatever. And they get taken back to the warehouse slash club thing. And this is where we have probably one of the more famous scenes in this movie. And it's a really yeah. good scene. Is yeah, Mel? It's, good, it's solid. It, Mel Gibson being tortured under the the, the water. Um. It was good for me. I liked it. I thought it played it out very up. well. It 100% held up. Yep. Um, you know what sold this scene for me, Greg? That I I would have expected a movie like this, maybe in the 80s, to skip over is every time Gary Busey pushes him, every time he gets zapped, every time he sees the sponge touch him, he pulls his hands away like he got zapped. Yeah. Even in the long shots. And I thought yeah. that was like. 
that's really clever to keep it that is. in mind during the scene because it's very easy to just show him pushing and not thinking about that. Um, right. Either way, I thought it. I think that made the scene better to me. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, it, it's a it's a great scene. Um, they kind of cut back and forth between that happening and they're beating up uh, Murtaugh, uh, uh, Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, you know goes back and forth, and of course, finally they're like, oh yeah, there's no way that Mel Gibson's still alive. You know, there's no way, you know, nobody, nobody can take this much. He's, he's useless. So of course, as soon as they turn their back, he kills the only guard in the room. Although I will tell you the guard choking scene looked a little rough because at one point I'm positive. The choker helped Mel Gibson's legs in place. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, he's wet. I get it. Um, he chokes him out. He gets in there. He beats up a whole bunch of guys. He frees Danny Glover. Um, they rescue his daughter uh, finally, which is you know kind of cool. I thought this movie was gonna take a hard left at one point when they bring her in. In oh, I was like, oh go, oh, and I they close and they close yeah. the door, and you're almost like, oh, ooh, this is. Mm, how dark does this film go? Because it's been and it's been quite li- not that dark. <laughs> no, <laughs> was, I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm glad they just had her there, and then she's immediately <laughs> like, rescued. Wow, I kind of feel like they wanted to do that, and someone yeah. someone just had a last minute like, yeah, wait, wait a second, maybe we don't rape a child on screen. Yep, maybe we <laughs> just immediately save her and everything's fine. Yeah, you know what? I think that'll work too. Thank you, George Lucas, who randomly sat in on this brainstorming oh, yeah. session. Oh, that was supposed to be Richard Donner. Listen, I don't do Lucas. I do Donner. Oh, oh, my, my mistake. I don't know what Donner sounds like, so I'm just going Neither with... do I. I have no idea. I've never heard him talk. <laughs> so I've kind of given oh, an old yeah. English gentleman-like talk. Oh, there we go. I like that. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. So, I say we don't um, rape the child. <laughs> oh, your vision, sir, is, is, is amazing. It's fantastic. There's a writer so, in the background. Wrote that for two weeks, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know how hard I work. God, that's okay. That's disturbing. Nope. Well, we're, yeah, let's move away. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they get out. Everyone, everyone is dead at this point, except Joshua, Mr. Joshua. Yeah, who is they kill everybody. Taken off now. Yeah, there's a chase scene. Danny Glover circles back to where the club is and waits. And sure enough, the general and the other guy are driving away. He shoots the driver. Great 80s car flip. Fantastic. Fantastic. So they shoot the driver. The general's trying to steer the car, but he can't control how fast they're going. They go out in front of a bus. The bus hits it. The thing flips over a whole bunch, catches on fire. There's a whole bunch of grenades in the back. They ignite. Great car explosion. (laughs) Why? Too many grenades. That's what I say. I would argue there should have been zero grenades in that car. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, uh, Gary Busey, Mr. Joshua gets away. Riggs meets up back with Murtaugh and they realize Mr. Joshua knows where Murtaugh's house is and they go and they go to find him. Um, the cops know somebody's on their way there. And these poor two officers just like, I mean, give up the ghost for really the, the stupidest reason in the movie. Yep. Hey, so, uh, what you do it on this block here? I mean, we're looking for someone to fit your exact description, who's a mass murderer. But you know what? You seem like a nice guy because you're white. <laughs> yep. Go right ahead, sir. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm shot immediately. Oh, 
And I'm on the other side of the car and I've heard a gunshot. I should stand up in perfect view of the shooter. <laughs> it's a great move. <laughs> Classic police training. <laughs> it's a risk. You hear gunshots, stand up and jump. <laughs> it's a risky move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> so anyway, he gets so, to the house. Mr. Joshua gets to the house and everyone's already been evacuated. Yes. There's a little sign there and it says, uh, nobody here, you know, dear bad guys, nobody here but us good guys signed the cops. Yes. Um, a cop car busts through the, the house. Um, again, another classic lethal weapon, something happening to Danny Glover's house. I believe in, right. I believe in lethal weapon two His boat blows up. Uh, in, 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 correct me if I'm wrong in lethal weapon two, they're still rebuilding sections yes. of his house. Yes, the they are. Movie. Yes. Yeah. I believe they blow up his boat in two in three is three. The one when he's on the, the toilet or is that four? I thought that was two. I thought two is when he was on the toilet. Is it? I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was three or four. I can't I remember. I don't know if I've ever seen four, and I three is a hazy mess for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they keep blowing up his house. Um, and and then we have what I really feel like, and I genuinely mean this. I feel like the director and the writers legitimately forgot that they were supposed to have a linchpin fight scene in this movie uh-huh. and they just said oh we should probably do that now and then yeah it so there are no stakes in this fight scene. none here's, none here's what happens mel gibson and danny glover are arresting mr joshua and then mel gibson goes hey you want to you want to take a shot at the champ and mr joshua's like yeah and they begin the fight and i'm like well as soon as mel gibson looks like he's gonna lose Danny Glover will step in, but it's not even that bad because then like 20 more cops show up and I'm like, he cannot win. I don't like, it's so stupid. So they're fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting. And then finally Mel Gibson wins and they're like, all right, oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to bring you in. And when the cops go to arrest Joshua, he jumps up, grabs the cop's gun, Riggs and Murtaugh pull out their gun, shoot Joshua and he dies. So I, I am not a professional police officer. Okay, I've never been arrested. I've never been handcuffed in a legal sense. Um, it's important to know. Right. Um, why would you ever put one handcuff on each hand and then lift them up and then place yourself in between where he could wrap around you? It, I, the whole thing just doesn't make it, like, and even honestly, even Riggs, Riggs has no skin in that game. They haven't kidnapped his daughter. They haven't blown right. up his house. They haven't killed anybody that he knows from that side of the force. There's nothing. There's no reason for Riggs to fight him other than he's the well, younger guy who can actually do the fight scene. Maybe the torture. I mean, he was there for the torture. Eh, I guess so. So was, eh. Yeah, okay, you got me on that one. Te- yeah. Technicality. All right. But anyway, so there we go. And then Riggs heads to uh, Murtaugh's house and he's like, hey, man, it's Christmas. Why don't you come in? Good night, mate. There we go. Yep. Yep. And he gives. Oh, and he gives him. He gives the daughter a bullet and (laughs) says, tell your dad I don't need this anymore. To which I'm thinking, maybe don't give a child live rounds, (laughs) Riggs. Not only that. Hey, dad. Yeah, he gave me a bullet. Why did he give you a bullet? I don't know. I'm six. (laughs) He said you'd know what to do with it. I don't know. Put it in your gun. Is that like? Is that like what the mob does? Like, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. like give bullets to children so the parents know what's going to happen. <laughs> yes, yes, I believe it is. 
Mobsters don't contact us. No. Um, you know what? I think mobsters, uh, they're just honest people trying to run the trash business. That's they're it. Yep. Absolutely no problem. There. Hey, listen. Al Capone was framed. Everybody, you know, everybody needs to actually just do their... I don't think the mobsters actually like Al Capone because he wasn't from Italy. He was kind of like, like a kind of an outcast, I think, among the actual Sicilian mob. Maybe. I don't know hey, much mobsters, about Mobsters, add us and let us know. What do you think no, about Al what? Capone? No, what? We just established. Don't do that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I just just, I just want to know. It's a total curious You're going to end up with a pony's head in your bed. You just know this. That's going to be... I mean, I don't own anything. I mean, like a pony. I don't own a pony. <laughs> That's a weird, what is, uh, wait, wait, you're saying a monster is going to like find out where I live, track down a pony. Yes. Kill it. Yes. Come to my house and then yes. put it in my, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, please don't do that, but uh, do <laughs> add us and let us know what you think of Al Capone. Okay. Hashtag TWR Capone. <laughs> Hashtag TWR Ask a Mobster. By the way, that that's what we're doing. That's our hashtags. Hashtag TWR word. It's just out. It's, it's, I like that. It's branding. No, it's we got to remember. Do. It's easy to remember. Got to do branding. It's easy Greg. to remember. Greg. Yes, Paul. Lethal Weapon, nineteen eighty-seven. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover. Is this film still rad? You know, I was watching this movie with a critical eye. I was trying to figure out what what was it I liked about this as a, as a kid versus what I like now. And you know what? I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it was well put together. It, it, it had some problems, but yeah, this movie is still rad. I mean, the sax level alone. So high. I think, I mean, it's so rad. <laughs> right, I, right. Just, that is, <laughs> on a scale of one to a hundred, that much sax is an instant 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. after so, that point. No, I got, I, I got to say, I was, I, I was shocked. I, I enjoyed this movie. I'm so glad it held up. It, it, this is movie is, is very rad. It is fun. Uh, the only things I would say that stand out are like the insane levels of violence, um, which which we will do body count after this. Um, of course, it, it's like it's bananas. It is, um, but but it's it's a fun fun action movie, and it's it's I'm uh, I'm glad Shane Black is still making movies because he wrote a hell of a good film. He did. Yes, I would agree. I would agree with uh, a lot of that. So yeah. So Paul, yes. was is this film rad? You know, Greg, um, it is. I mean, right off the bat, I was just about to agree with you anyway. It is a rad film. I, if the entire film had stayed at the level the first 15 to 20 minutes was at, I don't think I would have. I was legit just like, God, just get to something. I know you're doing setup. I know you're doing that, you know, that build, but you're taking a long time to just get me involved in this movie. I'm kind of like not invested yet. And like I said, right after that, when, when, that scene with the jumper and, and Danny Glover loses his mind. The movie really kicks off at that point. And it, I, I have my problems with the ending, but the rest of the film is really good. Like I was saying at the beginning, the, the character arc of these two guys becoming the two friends that we know they are in sequels and stuff is so strong. It's so well done. It carries this movie. I don't think, I mean, I don't think the gunplay or, or violence or I don't think any of that carries this movie. It's those two guys. Oh, 100%. You know, they 100%. do. Um, 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 Mel Gibson is the perfect counterpoint to Danny Glover in this movie. They, very much so. They absolutely are so good together in this movie. And they play off each other very, very well with their dynamic. Um, one scene that we didn't talk about, but real quick, and it's only because it's just a, it's a goofy, funny scene, is uh, the gun range scene. 
I, le- I legit <laughs> laughed at that scene. Like it's a it's, great it's, scene. The whole scene is fantastic. It's just so well done. Um, Danny Glover shoots one shot. You know, Mel Gibson throws the 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 uh, the the target all the way to the end of the range and then puts a smiley face on it. It's just beautiful. It's so good. And Mel Gibson's humming through the whole scene the whole time oh, when he's yeah. going back and forth is so spot on. So yeah, this movie is completely rad for me. I, I really really enjoyed this. So. It brings us to the end. We go ahead and thank our patron, Mr. Bibbs, as always. Thank you very much thank for contributing. You, Bibbs. Thank you so much for for sticking with us through uh, the hiatus there. Um, we're going to try and, I, I think, Greg, and we can talk about this a little later, I think to maybe make up for it, maybe in January we'll do a couple extra little I bits. I think we, we might um, be able to. Maybe not full episodes, but maybe like a couple 10 to 15 minute spots we can do some extra stuff out, some stuff out there. So thank yeah. you as always. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Oh, actually, I want to I wanna shout out to uh, Steve on Twitter. Uh, he was a Patreon. He threw us a little bit of cash uh, so we would buy copies of Young Guns. Hmm. So thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. And we will, uh, in the new year, do Young Guns. Yes, yes. Awesome. Um, yes, I do remember you mentioned that. So I think that... That covers it for me. I haven't been listening to anything new. Um, I can tell you right Same. now, I'm off um, most of the next week for Christmas, so I probably won't be listening to much but my you know, my three or four dedicated favorites. Um, but I am going to try and listen to some new stuff in the new year, try and branch out. I, I will, uh, you know what? I will mention a podcast. I don't think they need much help. I don't know. I doubt they know who we are, but I will say uh, old school wrestling, talking about Hulk Hogan. Ooh. They literally go back and rewatch uh, matches from the 80s and 90s and talk about them. Oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah, they, they've done it. They did, like, WrestleMania three, which I think is the one when Hogan fights Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant, right? Yeah. And they're, they're pretty funny, and they they kind of have a cool kind of look at that. Um, that's one that I've been listening to that's a little off-kilter, a um, little Very bit more cool. indie uh, for those guys. So, uh, And that's about it. Do you have anything else there, Greg? Nope. Okay. Nope, not at all. So, uh, for our next movie... We're going to be, well, we do have a movie selected, but um, a suggestion, something we've been, we want to play with is getting listener listeners involved. Um, so, Greg, what is our email address? I know you, you um, usually have that. Yeah, our, our email address is, I'm actually going to look this up. I well, believe it's. Um, while you look that up, I'm going to explain to people. I um, believe it's, this was rad at gmail.com. I'm going to double check that. Yeah, I know I have the Yahoo one, but it's it's I'm sorry, it's okay. It's it's this was rad at gmail. Okay, so this was rad at gmail.com. This is what we want. Um, we want our listeners to start helping us pick our movies. We love doing the movies that we do from the eighties and picking them, but I think Greg and I are kind of getting to the point where like there's like a handful of movies we really want to do now and and a whole bunch of eighties movies that we know we like. So what we're gonna do is if you have a movie you really want to hear us do. We want you to write into this was rad at gmail.com. Tell us the movie and tell us a memory about the movie. Why do you want us to do this movie? What do you remember that? And we'll read that on the air when we do the movie and put in there. If you still think it's rad, you get to be a part of the vote. Um, I think that'll kind of do a little bit better. Well, actually, I guess your suggestion in the movie, of course, it's rad, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would hope. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. We'll play it. We're going to we'll refine it. So we want you to do that, and we really like to. I, I kind of like the idea of just using listener suggestions going forward. So you know, get them in um, as many as you like, and and that's about it. 
But we are going to do at least one or two staged films next. What are we going to do next, Greg? We are going to do The Last Starfighter. I've been dying for this movie for a long time. Um, yeah, probably. I, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, this was a favorite of mine as a kid. I'm curious to see how it holds up. This and Enemy Mine always played together on Disney. Always played together. I remember this film quite vividly. So I kind of can't wait to do this one. Yeah. That's about it. I'm done. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you are going to be clever. I'm done. You're well. No. I got, no. I got, I got nothing. We're done. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. Goodbye. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.